welcome one and all to the American Towing and Recovery Institute podcast. This is your co-host, DJ Harrington, better known as the Toad Doctor, and my other co-host and dear friend, trainer for many, many years in the industry, writer of over a hundred articles in different trade publications, the one and only Wes Wilburn. Wes, how are you today, my friend? Doing good, DJ. Doing very good. That's Christmas is coming right up on us. Yes. We're excited about that. Um, just got back from some training, got a bunch lined up for next year, so things, things are good. Well, our listeners are there. We are here. So let's just go and say, Wes, what's been going on? Well, one of the things that's really exciting about next year is, A, we have several classes planned. I'll talk about them in a minute. But we start right out in January in Little Rock, Arkansas, and got classes planned all the way through June right now. So that's exciting. And also, we people are calling up and signing up receipts. Yeah, you, know, you know, just a few, not you know, huge, but the signing up for classes as far as out tells me people are looking forward to next year. Things are changing. We're going to get back to the way of life we know as American citizens, hopefully, and uh, put put the challenge of COVID. And I'm not trying to discount it, but it's a challenge. Life is full of challenges, aren't it? Isn't it, DJ? It sure is, my friend. So. Speaking of challenges, how how you feeling? You ended up pretty pretty good. <laughs> My challenges are great. You know, you always tell people when they're thinking about the first of the year, and we have all had challenges in 2021. I believe 2022 is going to be our very best year for all of us in the towing industry. The difference between a rut and the grave is the depth. And if they listen to the American Towing and Recovery Institute podcast and listen to the words of wisdom of Wes Wilburn, they will have a better 2022. So, Wes, I'm, I commend you, my friend. And we, we're building our listeners, not just in the European market, but in Canada and here in the United States. And it's because of the wisdom that you share. So I know that down the road, you have a lot to share with us. DJ, you're too kind. And speaking of wisdom, and we didn't plan this, but you have a lot to share too. How can people get a hold of your training materials? The uh, don't you have them on DVD that they can buy from you or something? By all means, I have them on DVD. But here's the sad thing: so many computers today don't play DVDs. But if they have a computer that plays a DVD, all they have to do is email me at DJ at djsays.com, and I'd be happy to send them a list of everything we have. On the website is djsays.com. It'll tell you all of the programs that are available. And by all means, Wes, I just think that to, to train the people that want to get better, not bitter, but get better, listen to your podcast. So um, Again, you're too, you're too, too kind. Well, um, I appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, one of the things I tell people is that we interact with, they're going to be successful with or without us. We we hope to just help make that path to success a little easier for them. But the kind of people that participate in programs like we provide, programs like you provide, <clears throat> are the, for the most part, are the kind of people that are going to be successful. They put the effort into something. Uh, they're going to be successful in whatever they do in life. And it's, it's a joy interacting with those people and helping them down that path a little bit. 
Well, Wes, um, you shorten the learning curve for these people. And that, that's all of the challenges that's, you know, you and I and April, we want everyone to leave their home in the morning, kiss their family goodbye, and come home safe that night. And you you do that. You do that through your tech talk. You do that through everyday training that you do. So that's that's what this podcast is all about. Well, again, you're, you're so kind, and I, I appreciate that. The, uh, you know, one of the things we hope to do in the podcast is, is introduce our listeners to more than just us for education. Uh, you know, a great way to see what's going on in the business-to-business format is Toe Professional Magazine. Uh, we're tickled to death with what they did with the uh, advertising force here in the last issue. Uh so professional is geared business to business. So it's, it's just, some people look at it as a sales book. I look at it as a magazine that's concise and upfront about that. It, this is advertising and, you know, they're promoting products in there, so to speak. But they're giving the people with the products a chance to promote themselves, a chance to explain themselves. And I think anytime you do that for the telling industry, and as long as it's done it with honesty, it's a good thing. It helps to see if the product can help them with their business or not. So uh, they've done a great job with the advertising for us. There are complete schedules in there. Uh, speaking of our complete schedule, we're going to, like I said, going to start out in Arkansas with the light and heavy-duty class in the month of January. Uh we're going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina, in the first part of March. We're going to be uh, latter latter part of March, Oak Alabama. We'll also be in uh, I think the first weekend of April. We'll be in uh, Washington, North Carolina, and then we also have Indianapolis, Indiana, on the map for June. So we've got a lot going on. Some other dates are coming on board as well. Again, it's a, we consider it a good sign for next year that people are already signing up for these classes. So I think bigger than just our interaction with the industry, I think it's just a good sign people are, again, ready to get out there and do things. Hopefully that's what this is a sign of. I believe it is, my friend. So also, DJ, the uh, National Tow Operator Certification Exam that we've been working with is progressing on. we got to give much props to Kim Holcomb. She spearheaded the program, really taking the ball and run with it. Uh, we'll be ready to open this up to the public in just a, a very short while. So besides that, we've been blessed with a, some orders. We're not swamped, but we have a few orders here, which gets me up away from this desk and out back working at, in the uh, shop with the cutting the chain and putting the chain together and stuff. Got my son helping me. He's, uh, on break from college, he he he's working here during college. You know, just part time, a couple hours, a few hours a week. But now that he's off, he's been real good about giving us full time helping for a week or so. So I feel good about that. Like I said, we've got a few orders and we're getting some stuff organized. We're definitely cleaning out. I'm going to do a heck of a end of the year inventory reduction sale. I got all these different pieces of rigging, one piece, two pieces, etc. Um, all good quality stuff, but just, you know, at end of inventory items and we're going to 
do what it takes to clear some of that out next week. So all my friends should be watching on Facebook. If you know you need something individual, text me. Um, if you have my cell phone, happy to text me. If not, send us an email. You can re- go to our website. There's all kinds of ways to f- find us. The website's real simple, www.amtowri.com, which is a shortcut to the American Towing and Recovery Institute.org's website. On that main website, the, the, the address I gave you will take you right to it with a whole lot less typing. And, of course, that opens you up to our main website where you have all the different ways to get in touch with us, all the different things that we offer, towing equipment, direct, et cetera. So, basically, that's all I can think about what's going on here with us, DJ. Well, I wanted to ask you if our listeners are anything like my family's construction business in New Jersey, I would laugh because my brother Bill would buy additional trucks between December 22nd and December 31st to take as a tax write-off for that year. So (laughs) the local truck dealer would contact him on the 18th of every December and said, okay, Bill, how many trucks do you need? And he would actually say, "I I need three trucks, I need one of this, one of that, one of this. And he would order his trucks before the end of the year so he would take it off a tax. And so there's a lot of listeners out there they should take advantage of your special pricing during the month of December. That's you're right, DJ. And every year we have those those orders that are based on that. The uh, it's a good position to be in that you have to spend some money. Yeah. And definitely, you're right about getting it all off your taxes before the end of the year. That's exactly yeah, that's, right. That's <laughs> great, great point. Oh, my friend. Wes, this is all great news. Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, listeners, I want you to be prepared because Tech Talk is after the break. We'll be right back. The American Towing and Recovery Institute is proud to announce they are the new owner of Towing Equipment Direct. This established towing equipment and supplies company has committed to help progressive towing companies stay ahead of the competition by providing the best quality of towing equipment and supplies. This online catalog with a full-service shopping cart is committed to providing the widest variety of affordable towing supplies and equipment made from the latest technology from the most respected brands in the industry. A popular item is the Peerless Galvanized Chain. This chain has been around for decades. We are the first to bring the superior performance chain to the towing industry. The Peerless Proprietary Shield TM Process has a zinc mechanical deposit galvanizing coating. With 15,000 pounds working load limit, this Peerless Galvanized Chain is the choice for towers across the country. For this and many more popular items, go to our website at atri.com and click on the link towingequipmentdirect.com or just go directly to that site. We're working harder to make you smarter. Welcome back, one and all, to the American Towing and Recovery Institute podcast. This is DJ Harrington. And just before our break, we talked about Tech Talk. So let's get our number one guy, Wes Wilburn, to cover Tech Talk for this episode. This is uh, something that's near and dear to me, sharing information, being education part of what we do. Um, I was surprised I, I got a... Uh, 
text message, a couple, a Facebook or two, message or two, and a couple comments in a couple of the Facebook groups that I believe were alluding to the, uh, basically asking, asking questions about some of the things we talked about in the last tech talk. So, um, one of the issues was I didn't talk about grades of chain, which is planned for today. We're just covering small pieces of the subject. Part of that text was a good question about how do you determine the size of chain, um, which is basically when you talk about a 5-16th chain, which is traditionally what's used in light-duty towing and recovery, or you talk about a 5-8th chain, which is traditionally used in heavy-duty recovery. They're talking about the diameter of the link of steel rod that was bent and formed into a, the link. You know, when they... Uh, they take a raw steel rod, let's just say it's a, for a heavy-duty tow chain for 5 eighths, be 5 eighths of an inch in diameter. They cut off the piece, uh, the length of the, needed for the length, uh, bend the chain, and then either it's welded with either electrical or welded with gas, one or the other. So that's how the size of the chain is determined. So that was a good question. The grades I'm going to talk about also, but I want to address a couple other questions that we got. Um, we always talk about regulatory uh, agencies that dictate these standards on chain. We talked about the establishing the minimum breaking strength and then the ratio for the working load limit. And I referenced that that's not just things that, the American Towing and Recovery Institute made up, the towing industry made up, they're much bigger than that, and they're regulated by different organizations. Uh, one of the organizations is the National Association of Chain Manufacturers, which is an organization that's been around since 1933. And they their members produce all kinds of different chains products, such as tire chains, uh, double loop chains, the core chains, uh, grade 80, grade 100 chain, etc. So they represent all the major manufacturers. And one of the things they mentioned on their website is that they interface. The National Association of Chain Manufacturers maintains an interface with several other federal agencies. Two of them interact with the towing industry quite a bit. One of them is uh, OSHA, one of them is Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. So those, the standards that are used by those organizations are all agreed upon with the Chain Manufacturer Association. Two other organizations that we talk about is ANSA and OSHA. Just a quick definition of ANSA. It's a not-for-profit organization. It's been around since 1918. The American National Standards Institute is a private, not-profit organization that oversees development of voluntary consensus standards for products, services, processes, systems, and personnel in the United States. The organization also coordinates U.S. standards with international standards so that American products can be used worldwide. So that... The, a lot of times when you're looking at different ratings of products and what standards they meet, uh, ANSA is referenced along with OSHA. 
I can think think of definitely in Yoke and Crosby, which both of those manufacturers are worldwide manufacturers. Both of them have a fair amount of literature about their products, and they always reference ANSA standards are one of the uh, standards that they meet. And then OSHA, we all heard heard of them, of course, but just their overview. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration is a large regulatory agency of the United States Department of Labor that originally had federal visitation powers to inspect and examine workplaces. Congress established agency under the uh, OSHA Act, which Nixon signed into law in 1970. OSHA's mission is to serve is to assure safety and health working conditions for working men and women by setting and enforcing standards and providing training, outreach, and education in the system. The agency is also charged with enforcing a variety of whistleblower statutes and regulations. OSHA's workplace safety inspections have been shown to reduce injury rates and injury costs without adverse effects to employment, sales, credit ratings, or firm survival. Well, that is a one-sided view of, of their definition, but I guess they say it, it must be true. And I'm not knocking safety. Everybody knows I'm all about safety, but sometimes some of these government regulations I've seen, I question the without adverse effects line of their mission statement. But anyway, that gives you an overview of who these organizations are. We referenced them in the first uh, podcast. That clear some things up, DJ, a little bit? Definitely. I want to talk about some chain basics. I already talked about it's formed, steel is formed in the links and it's electronic layer gas welded. Chain is not indestructible. Chain has a memory. And I talked about that memory last week with the one overload situation caused the chain to lose so much of its strength. I say last week, it's episode 43. It was actually two weeks ago to hear the first segment. And we're going to get these tech talks. Everybody listening, we're going to get these tech talks where there's one every week so you can follow right along with them. So, chain is designed to be pulled in a straight line. Anything else will have an effect on its strength. In other words, every time you bend chain, it will take less force to reach the failure point. The sharper the bend, the weaker it gets. Welded chain is made in various grades. Great. 40 was the standard chain when I got into the industry in the late 1970s, the early 1980s. Um, that was made from uh, untreated carbon steel chain. When I say untreated, not wasn't tempered, heat treated in any way. Uh, it's bent and stretched before it failed, but it was a soft carbon steel chain. And there late 80s, early 90s, grade 70 became the standard. I think that was due partly to DOT regs for all forms of trucking. Commonly, when we see grade 70 chain, it's gold-colored, but just because it's gold doesn't mean it's grade 70 chain. You have to look at, on any chain, look at the individual links for markings. You'll see G7, G70, or G700 sometimes for grade 70 chain. Different manufacturers might use different numbers sequences, but that first number is what what's important. Um, 
your chain is unmarked, you shouldn't trust it. Take it. I would not use it. It's virtually, there's no quality chain been manufactured for at least 20 years, if not longer, that's not marked on the links. So, uh, if it's not marked, you don't, you don't know what you have. Don't trust your life to it. Chain is like bolts. The higher the number, the stronger the chain. Grade 80 is the beginning of the alloy chain steel family that's approved for overhead lifting. Grade 80 and grade 100 are what are commonly used in sewing and recovery industry, although by far grade 100 is now the standard. We're also seeing some grade 120 chain that is approved for overhead lifting as well. Uh, the grade 120 is was first introduced by PWAG in a square link. Instead of it being a round rod of steel, there was a square rod of steel that they would cut and bend into lengths. And it did get you, for the same diameter of steel, a little bit stronger chain or more working load, a little bit more working load. And there was two reasons that worked out like that. One of them is, if you look at a square that's a little, the, with the same diameter as a round object of the same diameter, there's going to be more steel in that square piece because of the corners. And the steel through heat treatment was a little bit higher quality. So that's how they got the higher working load for the grade 120 chain. It's also being reintroduced with a round length chain. I haven't worked with that much. Um, but I will tell you this. We've done a lot of chain tests where we've done with the test bed and, and pull chain to destruction, how we rigged them, different ways to get different results. And grade 100 excelled in the testing standards far and above any of the other chains that we use. So for my, for my money, grade 100 is the best bang for the buck. Also, the grade 100 is commonly sold, and what we stock now is either galvanized or powder-coated. Neither process takes away from the strength of the chain and it protects the raw steel from rusting up right away. The powder coating also makes the chain easier to inspect. If you stretch a length with powder coat on it, then powder coating is going to basically give you a visual sign for inspection to make it easier to see that that length's been damaged. So that's one of the reasons that we like powder coated chains. So we got a lot more we want to talk about chain. I think that's got us at a good point. I, I, think I said, but if I didn't, one of the things I want you to remember, the greater chain is like bolts. The higher the number, the stronger the chain. So grade 100, 3 eighths chain is slightly stronger than grade 80, 3 eighths chain. So we're going to talk more about chain in our next tech talk. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk to, you, to you folks about safety. Safety is not something you do the day after an accident, something you do every day to prevent the accident. Hey, Wes, why don't we just tell everybody Tech Talk was sponsored by Henry's, and we'll go to their message. With over 40 years of experience in the towing business, Henry's Wrecker Service professionally handles accidents, recovery, roadside assistance, parking management, relocating, and more for every type of vehicle. Their experience includes handling from automobiles to big rig trucks, even bicycles, mopeds, motorcycles, and boats. No job is too small for Henry's. Trusted by transit authorities and law enforcement authorities, 
Henry's has earned the trust of the Northeast. What can they do to serve you? Visit henrysrecords.com. Stay safe. Remember, slow down, move over. Let's get everyone home safe. That's henrysrecords.com. We're back. Give us our parting shot, my friend, of how you feel for this upcoming holiday season. Well, I'm very thankful for uh, getting through the crazy two years we've had, really. Looking, we're hopeful as we look forward into the new year. We think things are going to get better for everybody. Uh, we pray for our soldiers serving the, the country around the, around the world, keeping America home of the brave, land of the free. And, of course, we're just thankful for our listeners and the service they provide to their communities. Uh, keeping vehicles out of the middle of the road and keeping things moving. So that's what we're focusing on here in Fayetteville, North Carolina, DJ. We're just thankful and happy and looking forward for the new year. Well, my friend, I want to tip my hat to all the responders that are working in the tornado area, Uh, Mayfield, Kentucky, and the five other states that are involved. I want to tip my hat to all of our towing industry brothers, sisters, and friends of the industry that are out there every day helping them. There's a lot of people in those areas that won't have power for a couple more weeks, never mind rebuilding. So our prayers are with them. And Wes, I'll let you have the final word. DJ, that's a good thing that you bring up the folks effect. And I meant to say something here. I got it in my notes somewhere and I didn't. So I thank you for doing that. And and, uh, the reason that, the only reason I bring up that I meant to say something, if anybody knows somebody that's a, especially they're involved in the telling industry that's affected from the tornadoes, contact us and we've got a little care box that April will send out here from her, uh, her stockpile and I'll send a box of stuff to folks. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you know telling operators, members of the telling industry in need, we're more than willing to help. Folks, contact us at 706 409 5603. If you know anyone that has been tempered by this tornado that we could help out, by all means, let us know at American Towing and Recovery Institute. Wes, thank you very much, and God bless you, my friend. Thank you, DJ.